Tim Hudak is here, former leader of the Ontario Conservatives, now with the Ontario Real Estate Association. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, John Moore. Now, I know you texted me about this, but we never talked about it on the air. I was asking Deb if you'd ever had that mask burning party, and <laughs> yeah. you didn't. <laughs> no, it's it has been temporarily postponed. I, I did not win that debate. Deb has an incredible capacity to save things just in case. By way of example, we were uh, home in Niagara on the weekend, and she hauled out a Tupperware bin full of clothes from Miller that she had saved up for five years that now fit Maitland, save us a few bucks. So God bless her to do that. I just wish the mask had gone to the fire instead of gone into the Tupperware box. Right, but of course we are back to masking. We don't need to debate or talk about that. It's kind of old news, but uh, I guess it's a good thing you didn't burn them all. Uh, she might be right. We'll we'll see which one this goes. I'm still holding off, John. I refuse to look at them. I'm on a mask strike. We'll see ultimately who wins this battle. Finance Minister for the Province of Ontario, Peter Bethlen Falvey, is going to be on our show this morning at 820. Uh, he introduced his mini budget yesterday. I think one of the most striking things, Tim, and you're an economist, would be that I don't know how we went from um, being in surplus to being back in deficit when times are still good. I guess it's mostly about about budgeting a whole bunch of things that we want to get off the table. Well, a couple things on this. The, the economic update is is really the, the poor second cousin to the budget. It tends to be, you know, a course adjustment halfway through uh, the year. You know, you might hit on some issues that have emerged uh, since the budget in the springtime. But but typically, it's it's not a huge event. And typically, it's, it's a rather cautious document. And this is among the most cautious I've seen. So I suspect there are significant funds that are, you know, put aside in, in contingencies to cope with an uncertain time. Revenue projections is probably a relatively low and cost high, right? That, that gives you lots of room to come in at the end of the year far ahead of plan. I have no doubt that the minister and his government will want to balance the budget in time for the next election campaign. You know, if I had my druthers, yeah, I would rather see more funds go towards paying down some of the money that we borrowed during the COVID crisis with more revenue coming in. You certainly have the capacity to do that, getting back into deficit. To me, what I read here is, again, a cautious approach by government. They want to keep some cards close to their chest because they're not sure where things are going with inflation. Uh, with the economy, uh, with the supply chain uh, challenges that we still have. They want to invest in things like infrastructure and labor. That's consistent with their campaign pledges, John. But, yeah, I wish we had been in the black and paid some of the debt down from all we borrowed. Meanwhile, John Tory last week said, I need to get some money from Ottawa and Queen's Park or we're going to be in some pretty serious trouble. Yesterday would have been an opportunity for the province, but nothing in the mini-budget. I, I bet you there is uh, in room um, when you when you look at the various uh, contingencies that are often set aside for uh, financial you know crises that may develop before the next uh, budget. I, I just got a feeling that um, we've seen a consistent pattern of the federal government you know pairing up with the provinces to help municipalities with their COVID related costs. It's meritorious making the case that revenues are, are down for things like transit, for parking, the hotel tax out of COVID. Expenditures were up in areas like shelter. That that case did win the day for two years consistently. So I believe that behind the scenes there's some negotiations happening between the mayor, the federal government, the provincial government. I bet the province didn't put it in the economic plan update, but I bet it's in the numbers because they want to make sure that the national government comes on side. Uh, I'm going to predict, John, you will actually see that in the next few weeks. I suspect you're right. And my own reasoning was that they didn't want to distract from the mini budget by throwing some big, you know, uh, grant to uh, to the city of Toronto and everybody else in Ontario would be, oh, there we go again. But you're right. There's probably a line item in there somewhere or some padding and it'll come up in a couple of weeks. 
I suspect that's the case. That's a great observation you made. I mean, having been an MPP for outside of Toronto, right? Your reasons always react if there's a big cookie for Toronto, not for everybody else. But your main point, John, I think is the right one, that this was an economic statement saying that you've got a competent government that has a firm grip on the wheel that is making sure we can get through the uncertain times ahead. So there's caution around interest rates, inflation, the labor shortage. They try to address a number of these. And a, a major investment in Toronto, for example, would have been a distraction. Good point. Meanwhile, Health Canada, a federal agency, has uh, secured tens of thousands of units of ibuprofen and acetaminophen for kids, but it's going to take about two weeks to get them through the pipe. Yeah, so we were trying to get our supply. You know, we had um, a very, very generous uh, uh, wife in in Debbie. She uh, got some Bills tickets for me for this past weekend to see the Bills play the Vikings. And my dad used to take me to games when I was a kid, so I wanted to take our own girls. So we went, and we had three things to do. John, see the Buffalo Bills play, get some chicken wings in Buffalo, and bring back a bunch of kids' Tylenol. Bills lost, sadly. I got my wings, and they were great. But we went to the local Target there, and the shelf was completely barren. In fact, there are a couple of dads from Canada there taking pictures of the shelves to show their wives they actually did stop at Target on the way back from the football game. So, you know, we're, we're in this dilemma. I, I did think, you know, why not? There was a suggestion that we could bring in um, the uh, the kids' uh, drugs without the bilingual labels, I think, for a short-term measure. That would be acceptable. We use them commonly. Help is on the way, but I was a little concerned with the minister's uh, comments in Health Canada's. They were not giving us a specific number uh, or length of, of supply. I think we have some rough rides still ahead of us. Meanwhile, Justin Trudeau's at a series of uh, international summits and was kind of snubbed by the president of China. Not entirely surprising when you consider the last two and three years of our relations with China. Isn't this a good thing? Really? Like, I, I, I react to this positively. I don't see this as, you know, we don't register with, with China. You know, we actually have been critical of China. It's human rights record. I mean, they kidnapped two of our citizens for a long period of time, right? So I, I, I remember not too long ago when, when Prime Minister Harper actually confronted Putin, I think it was at the G7 yep. uh, summit, and told him to get out of Crimea, said that Russia should be kicked out of the G7. Yeah, Harper was criticized at the time for taking a tougher stand than others, but ultimately was proven to be right. I think a tougher stand in China in conjunction with other affected countries like the U.S., the U.K., Australia, New Zealand is the way to go. This is more of a badge of honor than something to be embarrassed about. I would agree with you, actually, that uh, it has more to do with the fractious relationship we've had and standing up to China and everything we went through with Huawei and uh, the two Michaels and all of that stuff. And I know it's convenient for people who want to tear down the Prime Minister to say it's just because he doesn't matter on the international scene. But I would agree with you that this is more about the fact that Canada has taken a pretty aggressive posture and China doesn't like it. Exactly. Just get other people in the schoolyard to stand up to the bully. Thank you, sir. Good to have you this morning. Have a great day. All right. Keep the hold on to those masks.